Bite Insights listeners, Nicole here, and thanks for joining me for this week's Bite Size Insights, empowering people leaders with best-in-class information in 10 minutes or less. As we begin to settle into our new normal, we took to our data to understand what's going on in the hearts and minds of our employees. And one of the elements of engagement that's more important now than ever before is autonomy. It may seem like an obvious one at first, but it touches so many different factors. So what do leaders need to know in order to foster better autonomy? Well, that is what this week's Bite Size Insights is all about. We asked Sam Yoder, Amplify's first employee engagement coach, and Jerry Praisman, the Senior Director of Sales Development at SalesLoft, to help us understand more about autonomy. Autonomy is really important because, um, as it sounds, people have to be able to make decisions about how to do their job. Um, And if you are working from home and you're used to going to your boss who sits at the next desk and saying, "Okay, what do I do next? Um, You can't do that anymore. It requires setting up a meeting or sending a instant message in some way. And sometimes that's not quick enough. And so people are often working from home, either felt hamstrung by the fact that they can't talk to their teams. And so they just feel a little bit. We've been using the word floaty, um, so kind of aimless a little bit, lack of definition in terms of what they can control and what they should be taking control on and what they can't. Autonomy is interesting in this season because people are hyper nervous about micromanagement. Um, and so I'm finding a lot of my managers that I'm talking to are not wanting to get too involved in the day-to-day activities of their team members, but then their team members aren't hitting their goals or they're not performing. And this isn't true of everyone, but autonomy is earned. Um, And so I am talking a lot about the difference between management and micromanagement. And sometimes per people's actions, they're telling us that they need more help staying on task or they need more help really staying focused. And so that might feel like micromanagement and may not have been necessary when everyone was in the office. But because we asked people to go work from home with, without much training on how to do that um, in a lot mm-hmm. of scenarios, or we're having to um, have shift meetings and we're all having to be six feet apart and so we can't be as involved, people don't know how all the time. And, and then it's the manager's responsibility to help them. There are so many factors that influence autonomy. Say you have individuals with young children at home. It's really, and they aren't able to focus. You're going to have to have very open conversations with them about their performance. So I would say they probably have shown you, even since working from home, either, you know, whether or not they have earned that autonomy. Are they, are they meeting deadlines? Are they communicating clearly when their kid got sick and so they had to take a break? Or, you know, all of these things that are, are regular life things. But if they're not communicating and instead they just drop off, well, that, that's a little bit of a red flag. And I'm not saying we jump from, hey, you do you, get in your work on time to send me a report every single day on what you're working on. There has to be many different levels between that, but we have to be having really open conversations about it. And so I, I would say I would be looking at, you know, performance, meeting goals, uh, communication, all of those types of things. And autonomy is a really interesting one, especially for a sales development team. Because our team metrics are measured on a daily basis, right? I mean, I would say sales development teams are measured and managed on average far more militantly than most other teams in, in any other company. You know, we saw that if we kept going down that path, it was going to lower engagement. So instead of telling people 
how many dials they have to make every single day, how many emails we had to send. We presented them with data that showed them how many dials essentially like they needed to be making based on how well they converted, right? And what are the, the actions that you might want to consider doing based on what you're doing? And every day we ask them to come and tell us what they commit to on doing on any given day. So explain to us what you're going to do today and why. And that's how we've kind of started to transition the team is instead of doing 60 dials every single day, set, setting up 12 different emails into your cadences, you tell me what you're going to do and why and what's your logic and then just mm -hmm. go and do it. Make the commitment and, and hit that commitment. You know, the managers always have the right to jump in and change something if they feel like somebody's missing or they're holding themselves accountable to the wrong activities. But net net, it really now starts with the SDR telling us like it's, it's bottom up. Tell us what you think you need to be doing. We can have a conversation about it if, if we're not aligned, but it's your call. Thank you for joining this week's Bite Size Insights. How are you creating autonomy in your teams? Share them with us at amplify.com slash questions.